Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. If you caught my latest team or the template team video, neither of them had Salarim. However, there is legitimate reasons to consider having Mo in the team and it's absolutely viable. You might even argue that it's better. There's also been some transfer news in the last couple of days, which has made this draft much more viable in my view. So we'll dive into the draft and we'll discuss why we might actually want to run with Salah. This video has also been powered by Fantasy Football Scout and we'll be using their projected points later in the video for Salah. Besides the projections, one of the best tools in the members area is the fixture ticker. Very powerful tool. You can set a gaming range and then you can sort all the teams by fixture difficulty over that run. You can even sort by attack and defence specifically, and there's a neat button at the bottom to sort by rotation as well. At the very top of the description is a link to join with a 30% discount and it also supports the channel, so click that link to try it now for just a few quid. So we're going to speculate on goalkeepers a bit here, but hear me out as there's some good talking points. We've talked a lot about Ariola in recent videos, and he is on extended leave still, having been called up for France, so jury's out whether he has assumed the number one spot at West Ham or not. Fabianski has started both their pre-season games. However, I'm going to take the opportunity to talk about a couple of further 4-mil goalkeepers to have on the radar. 4-mil keepers are absolute gems in FPL. The first is Kelleher, who has been linked with a move to Wolves due to rumours of Saar leaving. Actually a really solid goalkeeper and I don't blame him if he's looking for a move away, as he'll forever be Allison's backup at Liverpool to be honest. These fixtures on screen is what it would look like if these players moved, not the current club's fixtures. If Saar does leave and they don't sign a replacement, then Bentley for 4mil could also be an option. Though you imagine they would want to sign a replacement as he only played two times at the end of last season. The other is Heaton, Luton are reportedly in for him from Man United. If they can come to a deal with United, then he's another one. 4mil playing keepers are very rare and we'll take whatever we can get. Still a few weeks till game week 1, so plenty of time for these situations to develop. So Ananda to Man United is a done deal, so we're going to include him here. The question is what price will he be? The minimum is 5mil and the maximum is 5.5mil. In my opinion, at 5mil he'd be a better asset than Shaw. Interestingly, Shaw's never finished a season with a good total FPL score, and he's never outscored De Gea. Despite a lot of criticism, De Gea finished last season with the Golden Glove for the most clean sheets, and now Ten Hag's actually got the man that fits his style. Ananda's very tidy with his feet, he's brave and he's not available to come well outside of his box, think similar to Edison. I really hope to see Ananda at 5mm, it would be enough for me to drop Shaw and free up 0.5mm. For the sake of this draft we're going to see what we can do if Ananda's 5mm. If he's not then there's easy sacrifices to make outfield. So onto the defence which is Gabriel, Estepinian and Tarkovsky. No Trent here, however after this team I have got a draft with Trent included as well. Understandably for some of you he's non-negotiable, so we'll have a look at both. If you're squeezing in two premiums, my preference is to go no trend, as it eats through over a third of your budget on those three players alone. Gabriel's a bargain at 5 mil, and he'll end the season price more than that after a few rises I expect. Rice is officially an Arsenal player now as well, huge sign-in, and there'll be plenty of clean sheets this season. I wouldn't be surprised if Ramsdale even takes the golden glove come game week 38. Timber also a quality signing in defence, who comes in at 5 mil. If I were to rank the Arsenal defenders in order, I'd go Gabriel, Zinchenko, Saliba and White in that order. 
I expect Timber won't be nailed, or initially anyway. If he hits the ground running, then that could change. I just don't see any reason to spend the extra 0.5 mil on White either. And Gabriel was top in the league among defenders for expected goals last season. Estepinian is quite comfortably the most owned defender in the game at the moment. It's hard to ignore an attacking fullback with those opening fixtures. There's a chance he becomes a less valuable asset once Europa League starts with Brighton. Could equate to some rotation or early substitutions, something I'll be mindful of. Europa League kicks off for Brighton between Gamic 5 and Gamic 6. I've not seen Tarkovsky in many drafts, but he's a really solid pick for 4.5 mil. He's got a good run of fixtures up until whenever you're going to use your first wildcard, and Dyer should have improved them defensively now he's had more time with the team, and Tarkovsky rotates well with the first player on the bench as well. Mitrovic is being linked with a move to the Saudi league. If that goes through, then Gamic 1's fixture looks even better, home to Fulham. Moving on to the midfield next, and if you're enjoying the video so far, make sure you're subscribing for daily content in the lead up to Gamic 1. In midfield, we have Mbumo, Saka, Matoma, Rashford and Salah. Despite two premiums, it's still a quality midfield. Mbumo is someone we talked about in early videos. In 10 games without Tony over the last two seasons, he has 6 goals and 3 assists, 9 returns and 10. Obviously, we won't see Tony until halfway through the season until the suspension ends. Decent opening fixtures for Brentford as well, 6.5 mil, good price tag. One criticism of this draft is that Saka's the only Arsenal attacker, though obviously if Salah delivers then it's not an issue, and there is the option to drop Rashford for Erdegaard or Martinelli, or all the way down to a 4.5mm mid and then get Jesus up top. Arsenal have some of the best opening fixtures, in particular Nottingham Forest home in Gimmick 1, where I expect Arsenal to win by a few. Let me know who your preference is between Rashford and Fernandes if you had to pick one. We've got Rashford here at 0.5mm more for the more direct goal threat. We're not sure exactly what Bruno's role will look like this season with Mount and the team as well. I expect they'll both play as eights, and Mount probably the deeper of the two. At least with Rashford you know what you're getting, he'll be on the left wing or up top out of position. This calendar year, Rashford played 23 games, Salah played 25, and Rashford actually racked up 4xG higher than Salah over that run and 5 more big chances, so it's a potential bargain even at 9 mil. So let's talk about Salah then, the Egyptian king, the greatest FPL player of all time. It was a tough season for Liverpool last season, injuries to attackers and a blatant lack of midfield depth. Despite all that, he finished as the top scoring midfielder with 239 points and comfortably top for expected goal involvement among mids with 28.04 xGi. Next highest was Fernandes with 20.03. They've made some big signings in Zobosly and McAllister in midfield and probably not done yet given Fabinho could be on his way out as well. So let's pull up the points projections from the scouts members area because one thing that's been overlooked here is Gamic 2 where Salah's well ahead of Haaland on projections. Liverpool at home to Bournemouth that game week, last season that fixture ended 9-0. I'm sure we won't see a repeat of that scoreline but there's a clear gap between Salah and Haaland in Gamic 2 projections and when there's that much of a gap it's worth backing the favourite for captaincy. Over the opening 6 game weeks, Salah's also projected more points, in fact the most of all players, and 4 or so points ahead of Haaland. So onto the front two, and we've got a big differential here, Alvarez. With Gundogan gone, and De Bruyne potentially injured for the start of the season, there's valid reasons to look at Alvarez as a second City attacker. Foden's a great pick as well, especially if Mahrez leaves, but there's plenty of mids available and there's a lack of forwards. Alvarez 1 mil cheaper than Foden as well. Last season, only Haaland and Kane had more points per start than Alvarez's 6.2, and in the later stages of last season, he scored 8 in 13 starts. Big shout out to Fantasypedia, by the way, where a lot of these Alvarez stats are from. 
Alvarez can play right wing, so Mahrez's departure could benefit him as well, or he can play in behind Haaland in the De Bruyne or Gundogan areas. So onto the bench, and then we'll look at the Trent draft as well. The bench is Areola, Pau Torres, Bulldog and Archer. Big new Villa signing Torres is one to watch. He'll be a regular starter and left centre-back. Really impressive signing by Emery, and the fixtures rotate nicely with Everton as you can see. So you can rest easy, there's always someone with a playable fixture. The best of the 4 mil defenders are still up in the air, there's Bulldog, Bayer, Bell, Norris and Davies, or perhaps some we've not even considered like Gusto. We've got Bulldog here, he should be first choice but he could rotate with Bogle. Lastly, let's take a quick look at the draft of Haaland, Salah and Trem. Some sacrifices have been made to accommodate him, but time has gone down to 5.5 mil and CISO. If he starts the season as Brighton's number 10, he could actually be better value and even outscore Mitoma. Rashford's gone down to Fernandez, and Alvarez has left the team with a formation switch to 4-5-1. Let me know if you prefer the Trent or no Trent team below, I'll read all your comments, and I'd like to know if Anana makes your team if he is 5 mil. One obvious weakness to this team is the lack of bench depth. The 4.5 mil forwards will get one point at best, so it's just Torres on the bench while the Trentless draft at least had Torres and Bulldog, or whichever 4.5mm defender you want. If you enjoyed the video, hit like before you go, and make sure you subscribe him. We're trying to hit 150k before Game Week 1. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.